This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Congratulations. You made the final segment of the show this Saturday afternoon, early evening with Brendan Tobin, Jake Noaker. I am Sean Levine. All right, it is call-out time. Let me take the microphone first here. Um... I got to be honest, I didn't do a lot of research on this one only because I don't have to. I don't know what Juan Soto's background is. I don't know how many years he was (laughs) offered by the Nats. And I don't know how much is in his bank account right now. I just saw the story. Juan Soto turns down $440 million. I understand that some people turn down the first offer or some people accept the first offer a little bit too quick without negotiating. If somebody ever in life offers you $440 million, you grab the closest pen and you put your name on that paper. So I'm calling you out, Juan Soto. I don't know what your bank account looks like, and I don't know what other offers or what you're eventually going to get. But, bro, you turned down $440 million. What's the matter with you? It was 15 years, just for the record. It was 15. 15 years? It's like $30 million a year. 35 years, 40 years, lifetime contract. I got to play till I'm 90. $440 million. I'm doing it with a walker. The microphone is yours. I'll go with uh, the money thing. And uh, I may need Juan Soto for a loan because ESPN Plus is going up in price. All of our fight fans uh, can, I'm sure, deal with this pain with me. It's going up from $699. They're jumping all the way up to $999. Not even slow rolling. Just, you know what? Just you know, if they're paying $7, let's just go to $10 a month. And I got to be honest with you. I, ESPN plus I'll at least give it to them like they give you your mother's worth because you're getting you know uh, hockey games all this type of content whatnot UFC fights every single week but it did just make me look at like certain streaming platforms that I am paying money for like the zone I'm paying $20 a month for the zone I think tonight's Ryan Garcia fight is the first the zone fight I've watched in a long time because by the way the whole point of the zone was I was going to get the pay the pay-per-view quality fights for free, you're essentially going to pay for themselves. And now these charlatan bums have gone the route of ESPN Plus to where I also have to pay for Canelo fights. So thanks a lot, streaming platforms. You roped me in. They used to at least throw you a bone. Oh, well, grandfather you in. Grandfather nothing, all right? I'm paying this this ridiculous amount of money for fights that suck, and it gives you no other content this the zone. What am I watching? Chris Mannix, Breakdown Boxing? Great. Awesome. I love it. I mean, I, I am so sick of these streaming platforms. They give you the worst fight. They give you worse fights. Yet somehow I'm paying more. I'm sorry. Do they need more gas to run ESPN Plus? I missed that on the internet. So what the hell is this inflation that we're going through? You're on a computer. Garbage. Uh, speaking of grandfather clauses, 
you sound like my grandpa. Just they're bitter <laughs> and angry and old. Kids, get off my lawn. I'm not paying another $3 for my streaming service. Sorry, but, uh, Mr. Moneybags. And listen, we all don't have money to throw on Yair Rodriguez via submission. No need to apologize, great-grandpa Tobin. All right, let's bring in our producer, Jake Noaker. Let's take a look back, and then we'll talk about what happened tonight, and then we'll take a look forward to UFC London. Uh, last week, Jake, in the battle of Rafael versus Rafael, in the fifth round, it ended up being Fazid by knockout. That feels like a guy to me that I'm not saying he's fighting for the belt like next, but maybe after that or two fights after that, that guy's got a title in his future. Yeah, I love Rafael Fazeev. He's probably my favorite fighter right now. He has been for a while. Um, check the receipts. It's on Twitter. But I, I got to toot my own, my own horn for a second. I, I tweeted last week in the first round, and I didn't notice this till like two days ago, but I tweeted in the first round. I said, uh, Rafael Fazeev's left hook is getting awfully close. And then, you know, fifth round, he hit him with the left hook. And I noticed this week that I tweeted that. So Mystic Mac over here, speaking of that. Um, but yeah, he, he's got to be close to the shot. I think another, I mean, you know, lightweight division, you don't even need a top 10 victory to get a title shot anymore. So who knows? He could be next after Islam. It is pretty crazy where the, the whole division stands right now, but you could basically say that about all these divisions. Let's talk about what we find out is now official, so we know that Oliveira's next fight is going to be against Islam. BT and I have gone back and forth on this one. BT, you first. Now that we know it's official, then Jake can get a crack at it. Which way are you leaning early? I know you're a big Oliveira guy. It took you a while to believe. I, I just think that he meets his match in Islam. I have to see what the line looks like, but you're the one who pointed out that Gaethje and Poirier and all these other guys that that um, that Charles has fought kind of lowered their head, meet you in the middle of the octagon, they're ready for a brawl. Islam is not that guy. I understand the flip side of it. He hasn't fought a top 10 opponent. Maybe he's not ready, but he trains with a guy that you've heard of named Khabib Nurmagomedov. So it's not like he hasn't gone against the best every single day. I'm talking myself into Islam here. Uh, that's a fair point. Listen, he's, he's definitely in there with the best. Uh, I just think that for Oliveira... You know, when I say that he's taken on the same guy over and over again, I think that just speaks to people kept thinking that somebody was going to go in there and outstrike him. I just think, like, how many times does the guy have to go in there and prove what an elite striker he is? He keeps beating the so-called best elite strikers. Now you're talking about a situation. We were kind of looking forward to the old generation of this. Like, we were looking forward to a Tony versus Khabib of, like, what is a guy who has this awkward submission game who can really get you from anywhere – in the grappling game, if he's put on his back, what does that look like uh, against a guy who's as good a grappler as Islam Makachev is? I just don't know where Makachev gets it. Like, unless he's going to lay on him the entire fight, I don't feel like he's going to submit him. I feel like you already know Oliveira, based on the scales, is a very, very big 155-er as it is. Um, so I don't feel like that's going to be an easy challenge for him. He's got to be careful. We've even seen Khabib in certain times almost get beat by the guillotine. He's got to be very careful of that. Um and I just think that if you're going to tell me Makachev's going to go in there, he's going to outstrike that guy. I'm just not buying it. I just don't see where the weakness is for Islam, uh, for, for, for Charles to where Islam gets the path. And that also just speaks to, I haven't seen him against the best competition. And I just think it's asking a lot to say, you're going against a guy who has an incredible win streak. He's been in there with the absolute best and has been overlooked in a lot of it. Now you're going to tell me that this guy who's his first big fight is going to be for the belt. I don't know, man. I just feel like that's a big ask for Islam. I kind of agree with you. Um, 
No, I don't kind of agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think Charles is going to win. I'm I'm done with the disrespect for Charles. Islam is a great grappler. We know that. I mean, he's an MMA fighter. He's He's got striking ability, too. But he trains with Habib. He trains with that whole Dagestani crew. He's got crazy potential, and he's got crazy skill. We've already seen him maul guys on the mat in UFC. But, I, you know, Oliveira's the best BJJ practitioner in MMA right now. I don't see Charles being able to just comfortably lay on top of, or excuse me, I don't see Islam being able to comfortably lay on top of Charles for five rounds. I don't see him being able to hold him up against the cage. I don't see him being able to outstrike Charles. And I just don't see a whole lot of danger for Du Bronx in this fight. I think Charles should pretty comfortably get a finish or a decision here. We've seen Islam fold before. Charles is the guy to make you fold. Am I sick here? Like, is something wrong with my head, guys? I need your help, doctors. Why every single time these fights are announced, am I like, I'm going to take the guy that Charles Oliver is fighting against? I put down big money on Gagey. That didn't work. Big money on Port. All these different dudes. And I'm definitely willing to do it again on the Islam. Like, PT, what's the matter with me? Well, I shouldn't ask you that. In this case, why can't I put my money down on Charles Oliveira like you guys clearly can? I don't know. I mean, you do have a maybe it's because you were charmed by him and you like you like Islam. I don't know. I, I, I just think that for me, it's not his fault. Like, look, he's had a couple of big time matchups. They've just fallen through between the RDA fight and uh, and the Benil Daryush fight. So I don't want to bash Islam for saying he ha- it's not like he's pulling a Sean O'Malley and he's like refusing to face the top guys. He's a very tough guy for people to say, hey, I want to fight this guy. And he's had a couple of bad breaks as far as opponents. So he's definitely been willing to go in there against the best guys. I just think it's a huge ask to say, hey, my first one is going to be for the belt. Um, look, it's a different – like you're just leaning the other way. Like you think that maybe you're not buying into Oliveira being the best guy in this division because he's not Khabib. Like I don't know if you're looking at him as kind of a, a new age champion because he got to fight for a vacant belt and he maybe – you feel like he's taking on I a couple guys it. that were – I think that's it, but that's certainly that's flawed thinking on my part because it happens all the time. There's no reason to hold it against a guy because he took a belt from a guy that walked away. I think my problem has been, Jake, and you can take it from here, that he's not Khabib, although if he goes out there and beats Islam, it's, I don't know if we're going to see those two guys get in the octagon or anything, but at that point, it's tough to argue that Charles isn't right there behind Khabib. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. 
From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I think you said that you typically bet against the people that Charles is fighting. I think a lot of people I know that bet feel that way too. I'm always hesitant betting on Charles, and I always do it, and he always wins me money. But Gaethje, Poirier, they're such good strikers with just iron hammers for hands. And we've seen Charles get hit and pull guard. So that's like kind of a hesitance for people. And I don't think Islam's going to have that power. As for Khabib, I've already said, I think Charles could prime Charles could beat prime Khabib. That's a hot take. I understand. But I just, we saw Khabib go 29 and oh yeah, 26 of those fights were against cupcakes, if you will. Um, Charles has fought the killers, all of them. Top to bottom, start to finish. Yeah, but but, but the problem, but the problem with that argument, where it always kind of falls dead, is on the mat. Because if Charles takes all these other guys down to the mat, kind of like we saw against Gaethje. I mean, don't get it twisted. Gaethje had a couple of moments in that first round until he got him to the mat, and then all of a sudden he was that mouse inside the aquarium with the snake. He was done. The snake was about to get him, and eventually he did. If that fight was to go to the mat, if we ever got a chance to see it, and Oliveira took down Khabib, which would be crazy in and of itself. I don't think he just has a big advantage like he does over all those other guys. I think Oliveira would be like at the risk of having Habib lay on top of him for 15 or 25 minutes. And you said, I think you mentioned that Habib's BJJ coach said that if Charles beats Islam, Habib yes. might want that fight. We might yeah, get these that's answers. What they're, they're talking about. Oh, here. that'd be, that'd be amazing. And he's got to call him out too. Just like, you know, may, like, just like boohoo over Islam. Like I beat your little brother. Ooh, you know, like I know that's not Charles's style, but it should be. Get, you know, you gotta get, you gotta, you gotta be a little. And, 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 and Dana's not really, sorry, BT. Dana's not really about those one fight comebacks because he doesn't want the the belt to be vacant again. Kind of like with GSP, although he's boys with Khabib, so maybe it feels a little bit different. Where Khabib said, "Hey, I want to come back and I want to show that I'm still the best and I'm out." Even knowing that that it was just like a one fight thing, he wasn't going to defend the belt. And he was going to go back into retirement. I think he's cooling up with Dana where they could make it work. All right, speaking of cool, all of our guests today really were great. Eric Richter of the New York Post, and as always, the Bane Ben Davis. Thank you to everybody behind the scenes, Kevin and Jake, for my co-host, Brendan Tobin. I'm merely Sean Levine. Uh, enjoy the fights next week. We'll be talking about them after they happen because they go off during the day in London. Tom Aspinall goes out there and wins again against Curtis Blaine, I think. You're tapped out on the bet, you will network. Good Saturday night to you.